0: Alana Jalo.
1: Rick Hammond. I don't
0: know if you want to get closer to me. Yes, of course. It's weird. Back in the day, you would always complain that uh, you were too close to the mic. Well,
1: it felt really weird.
0: But but we got great sound out of it.
1: I know. Well, now I think I've changed my mind. Nice. How's this?
0: That's better. I think that's good. Okay. We are going through some technical issues. We touched on them yesterday. Yeah. But... Last night, I wanted to buy you some Carl Juniors. Yes. So, I go on to Grubhub. Yes. And it's not letting me change my address from my place to yours. Uh Uh-huh. I go in, re-add in your address, and it's still showing up as mine. Refresh the app, close it. Come back on. Do it again. Yep. It's still showing up as mine. I erase my address from the thing because I can just put it back in later. Yeah, yeah. Close the app completely. Take it off of my phone. Reinstall it. And it's still showing up as my address. That's
1: odd. Well, you know, you can make up for it. How? You can me groceries.
0: Well, I, I actually can't buy you groceries because my uh, account with uh, Instacart Is kind of acting funny right now. Uh Uh-oh.
1: Okay. Well, I'm... Okay, well, I guess I'm going to buy stuff then.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So, we've, we've, needless to say, we've been having some technical difficulties, and you ended up buying me dinner last night. Well, I I bought bought dinner for the both of us. You bought dinner for yourself, too, babes.
1: I did. I bought dinner for the both of us, is what I said.
0: I would have bought dinner, but, you know.
1: Well... Maybe you should check on that again after this. What on your account
0: for Instacart or for? For Instacart, I can, but it's we'll, we'll check, we'll see. Okay. If I can get you some stuff, I will. But that means we're gonna. I'm, I might also buy some paper towels, and you get a little bit freaked out by that.
1: Well, I already have like I already I, I didn't even get to the one that you got me, Bubs.
0: Oh. And I told you that I'd rather you have too many than not enough.
1: And I said, well, it, it's not like you know, it's it's not are like going through it. At, I don't know. I just I like to get as much as I can, but I don't like to overstock my stuff if I don't have because sometimes I feel like I'm I'm sometimes I feel like I'm going to run out of room.
0: How many rolls account. of paper towels do you have?
1: I have about um, the one I'm finishing, and then I've got uh, three more.
0: That's okay.
1: What? Uh, honestly, you're driving me nuts.
0: If I do order for you, I am I am buying you some paper towels. Uh,
1: oh, <laughs> man.
0: Well, I'd I buy them for you, babes. It's not like you would have to pay for the paper
1: towels. I, no, no, no. I understand that, but then you go overboard with paper products. I do, a
0: little
1: bit. A little bit. I think it's insane.
0: I remember when you first moved in here, I bought over brought over a bunch of them you,
1: i think i had like eight four, like at least five six like maybe close to eight paper towels we should like, say
0: this was end of may of 2020 yes when we were still near the end of the paper towel shortage that yeah, was going on yeah that was
1: insane yeah and i was wondering well why are people stocking up i mean i would figure that people would be stocking up on water if they wanted water or um some liquids and you know meat and, and uh veggies or whatever
0: water actually comes out of the sink i know that okay keep going
1: i don't know i don't buy water anymore so i understand what you're talking about but but i mean like Why wouldn't anybody be stocking up more on food and they're stocking up on paper towels? I was, that was just crazy to me.
0: It was a little bit silly.
1: It was silly and people need paper, paper products.
0: So the pandemic kind of starts. And I think we've told the story before, but you and I had seen Peyton Smith. There were rumblings that things were shutting down, but it wasn't really 100% sure. By the time I got home that afternoon, it the talks have got – it wasn't confirmed, yeah, but things have gotten later. a lot stronger. Yeah,
1: and it happened literally a week after that.
0: It happened less than a week, but anyways. Or less than a
1: week, whatever. whatever.
0: I, I go online that night because I realized that I had like four things of paper towels. <laughs> and I'm not one of those – I always keep toilet paper and a good supply of that. So I am i wasn't worried about toilet paper, but yeah. I was worried about my paper towel supply. Mm. And by then, I want to say they were all sold out on Amazon, except for a company that did paper towels for like uh, bathrooms in public places. Oh, wow. You know, those ones that don't like really oh, feel that way. They're really well, cheap. That you use to, to clean yeah. off your hands? Yeah,
1: they're like, they like come from the dispenser. Yeah, yeah and they were,
0: really cheap kind. Char- well, they're really, they're usually, they feel really cheap, but. The only one I was able to find was a 12-pack for, like, 26 bucks. and Everybody was saying it was a ripoff, and I knew it was, but I also felt like if we're going to go through this shortage, I don't know how long this is going to last, I bought this thing and I haven't opened it once. (laughs) Because two weeks later, I realized, well, why don't I try ordering from Costco?
1: Oh, man. And Costco's got, like, I mean, bulk everything, pretty much.
0: We might want to do that today, babes. Oh, uh, we never mind. Well,
1: let, let me think. Let, let's talk about that before we do that, because wow. we have to figure out well, what are we are going to have. Um, and we don't have to actually make. You know what we're going to make tonight. We can we can buy something from Costco. We could. They do have really good chicken soup, Bubs.
0: I'm not a, really a soup person, to be honest. Though
1: the chicken soup is amazing, though.
0: We'll we'll talk about it. Okay. Or we we might just go the
1: uh, Fred Meyer
0: round. We're definitely not doing Safeway because they overcharge. The is
1: a I mean, I and once in a while and I haven't been in a Safeway in years, but once in a while I will order from Safeway and I haven't even gotten to like the 10 uh thing the 10 item mark yet and it's like whoa, okay. Uh okay, uh I'm over $35 now. Um but 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 Fred Meyer's got a lot of deals.
0: I used to go to Fred Meyer a lot before the pandemic.
1: I think you still should.
0: I've been there twice since it started. Wow. Yeah. Once when I was doing yeah. the cooking show and the other when I was getting a lift back from my sister's place. But yeah. I had the driver drop me off there because I wanted to get something.
1: Yeah.
0: That they, I think what I was getting was rice and noodles because yeah. they have the rice and noodles that I like at Fred Meyer. Yes. And they, um, yeah, they have, um,
1: yeah, they have some, they have really, I love, um, Shopping at Fred Meyer and then using them on Instacart because they've got a lot of deals. Mm-hmm. Like buy one, get one free. Buy two, get so many dollars off. They have a lot of deals. And Safeway doesn't have that many deals that I can think of. But they do have a good deli and they do have a good bakery. I will say that. I
0: don't like Safeway anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, do they still have Albertsons?
1: Yes, they do. In fact, I have uh, Albertsons as uh, one of my stores and i haven't shopped with them because they can get pretty expensive too
0: i think they might be owned by the same company as safeway i don't think so i uh, could be wrong with that
1: albertsons is owned by um it's either aldi suit aldi suit or aldi nord or somewhere around there it's like a i think they bought it out Al- uh, they bought out albertsons
0: isn't aldi the same company that owns trader joe's or am i wrong um
1: about that? i think you're right mm. One of them, because it's a, it's a European company at at, uh, the time. So yeah, I think they do own Trader Joe's.
0: In 2002. Yes. I was hanging out in San Diego. This would have been August of that year. Uh huh. And I'm watching TV, right? Yeah. I had just started to watch Everybody Loves Raymond. It's not my favorite show.
1: I I like watching it on occasion, but it's not my favorite either.
0: Once in a while. It's it's fun, comfort food. I probably won't watch it anymore because this was before streaming. But back in the day, I would put it on just in the background. So I don't know every episode, but I've seen enough of the show, right?
1: I I, I thought Brad Garrett was really funny on the show, but...
0: And, well, everybody was. Even Patricia Heaton was good. I might not like her politics, but she's really good in that role.
1: Patricia Heaton, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I bring her up specifically because...
1: She was a voice by the Albertsons, right?
0: Well, she may have been. But she also did uh commercials playing basically a version of herself where she ordered food from their online sites.
1: Yes. Um You know what? Speaking of which, I remember that... I don't know which one had the, which grocery store had the first online site, but I, uh, had a, a a computer teacher at, uh, the program that I went to went in my early twenties and me and a friend of mine, we went to visit him and he ordered a bunch of stuff from Albertsons on their site. And I thought that was pretty cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Now, I remember that when I tried doing online shopping in 2011 for the first time, as far as food goes, mm-hmm. on the Kroger's website for King Super in Denver, it didn't go too well. And I bring that up only because I wonder, was it kind of the same experience with Albertsons to where they would get the order wrong half the time, or did they actually know what they were doing?
1: Wow. Well, well, when I will say this, when my teacher ordered from Albertsons, I did not get the order wrong from what I understand. That's good. Um, that's too bad that they got yours, but I remember when I used to use Safeway's website, that was, they really needed to update their site because it was so inaccessible and it was, it was just, there were so many glitches and it was so hard to, um, you really have to find your links if you're on a computer. Mm-hmm. And it was really like, it, it was not, I mean, I haven't been on that website for a long time.
0: When was the last time you went on?
1: Oh, wow. I can't even remember. Might've been uh, 2012. I, I don't remember. I used to have to ask my mom to help me with it. Cause it was so confusing and you had to buy like $49 worth of stuff. Yeah. And it was really annoying. But anyway, um, Yeah, I I did not. I I still have an account with them, and I have not deleted my account with them. But I just have it as a backup in case I can't use Instacart for whatever reason, which um, I never had problems with that. But, yeah, Safeway website was just not good. Not good. (laughs) I remember um, I was talking to a friend of mine a couple years ago, and he said he was using the Safeway website. I'm thinking, wow, you still use that? Yeah, it's, a, it's not a good website. It's like they really need to update it.
0: Yeah, kind of like King Supers. You know, I still have my old King Supers card.
1: Wow, well, I, 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 yeah, I think I heard that, um, like King Supers is in like Utah and Colorado. Right?
0: I know for sure it's in Colorado. Now, when I was in Utah, I didn't go to the grocery store, so I can't vouch for that, but okay. it's big out in. Colorado in Denver specifically and also in Boulder and whatnot right Uh I still have my old Bemis library card and probably the oldest card I have is actually the thing I've the item I've had the longest in my life is my Multnomah library card (laughs) that I got in 1997 (laughs) that is actually no longer in use because they updated the cards a few years ago
1: Oh, and you still have it. Yeah. What are you gonna do with it?
0: It's just a nice memento for my life. I remember oh. that day going there with MLC.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, this would have been probably March of ninety seven, somewhere around then.
1: And you were getting really into reading books by this time. No, right? I wasn't. Oh, really?
0: I go there with my class. Yeah. And I'm in eighth grade. My teacher tells me, you know, Rick, if you get a library card here, you can check out movies for free as long as you return them. Oh, wow. So that's why I got the card. The first book I think I checked out from that library. I didn't get into reading until I was much older. Okay. I know. (laughs) I know.
1: Yeah.
0: I want to say it was in 2000. I had skipped school. I was hanging out at Multnomah Library, mm-hmm. and I found a book on the Beastie Boys, which I ended up not reading, but oh, wow. I checked it out anyway, okay. and a book on Tupac. Wow. And I read part of that book. I, I would do this weird thing, babes. Yeah. I may have told you this before, but I would pick up books, and it wouldn't matter if it was fiction or nonfiction, yes. but i just skip to a random chapter oh, my and goodness. read the chapters out of order. <laughs>
1: You told me that. I'm like, why would you do that? You would like go to the middle of the book and...
0: Yeah, or sometimes the end, or sometimes I'd read the first chapter and then go to the fifth chapter wow. and then back to the second one. Oh. I had a couple of friends call me on it, and in fairness, yeah. they were correct.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think
0: I started reading books from beginning to end until maybe 2004.
1: Wow, really?
0: I'm sure there were some exceptions, but for the most part, yes.
1: Oh, wow. That's, in, that's interesting.
0: I know. I, and looking <laughs> back, I don't see how I did that.
1: <laughs> that's pretty funny, folks. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Um, I started to get into reading more stuff as a teen because I read, you know, when I was a kid, I read a lot of books for school and I was, I don't know. I don't remember when I started to really... I think I started getting into leisurely books, like leisure books in my early 20s. But um, college took a, a lot from me. and I um, College took a lot because I was uh, doing my readings, and a lot of it was textbook. But some of the books were really interesting, too. Yeah. And um, I may actually go back and read some of the stuff. Like, there was a book... That I read my junior year and it was called uh, "Waiting for the Rain," and that's a good book. I, I, uh, I read it for my English lit class. Nice. It was really good.
0: I remember in high school, and then I want to go back to online shopping for a second. Yes. But before then, I want to say this was early two thousand, so January of that year, maybe February. Yep. Because I, I remember this class ended shortly after spring break. And during spring break, I was reading here from From Here to Eternity for that class. Oh, but another book they assigned us was Catch-22 by Joseph Heller. Hmm. I have tried to read that book maybe four or five times over the year, um, and I've never made it past the second chapter.
1: I heard of From Here to Eternity. What is that one about?
0: It's basically, um, I I didn't finish it, but it's about this military and the people in it and whatnot. Wasn't
1: that made into a movie? Yes,
0: it was with Frank Sinatra. And it's considered his great comeback because by that time he had been in some movies that had flopped. He had Mm -hmm. had some failed marriages. Ava Gardner, who was married to him at the time. Oh, I didn't know that. Had an abortion like a year before because I think they couldn't afford the kid. Something weird like that.
1: Ava Gardner, and, 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 what year was this?
0: I want to say the movie came out in 1952 or 50. Wow,
1: 53. that was before. Wow. Huh.
0: It's always weird when you hear about super rich people having abortions, but I guess it was. In works
1: 19, out. in the 50s when that wasn't really talked about.
0: Well, she didn't mention it then. It came out in her book years later, I think, or in an interview.
1: Before she went bye bye. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, because I heard that, um, and I also heard like a little bit of a tidbit about uh, Frank Sinatra being arrested for adultery.
0: You heard that from me. No, I didn't. It was in the Ke- Kitty Kelly book.
1: No, I didn't hear that from you. I heard it from somewhere We've else.
0: We've actually talked about it here.
1: I know, but but I heard it from somewhere else. Nice. Not you.
0: You should read some Kitty, Kitty Kelly. I think you'd like her stuff. Really? Yeah, it's very much an inquirer type of read, but it's fun.
1: Is it like, yeah, but how, how many things that she wrote about concerning, like, Oprah Winfrey and Frank Sinatra are actually true?
0: I don't know, but that's what I'm saying, babes. They're fun <laughs> reads. She okay. also does a book, she uh, does, she did a book on the Bush family, which I haven't read yet, but I want to, because you oh. know my feelings about them.
1: Yeah, I'm not really a fan of them either, Bub.
0: Well, good, the wool criminals. Oh. Oh, so let's get back to online shopping for okay, a second. Okay, okay. Before we get too far off track. Yeah. I was thinking the other day, babes. Yeah. I'm blind. As am I. Right. This is about me here.
1: Okay. I'm just okay. saying.
0: I had a Costco card back in 2003. Yeah. When I lived in Hawaii.
1: Yep.
0: Um, and it, it kind of made sense. But as a blind person. Yeah. In most situations, I don't see a lot of advantages to having a Costco card. Because you go there to shop in bulk. Right. And, you know, it's one thing to go to a grocery store, pick up a few things, and hit public transit. Yeah. It's a little bit different when you have carts and carts of stuff that you have yeah,
1: to take Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You have to take it all with you.
0: So here's what I'm wondering. Mm-hmm. And by the way, apparently they haven't raised the price of their cards that much. Because huh. I remember it was $50 then. Yeah, I think it's around the same price now. Wow. Now I could be wrong with that. Maybe I'm just telling myself that now it's $50 and now it's $3,000. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But okay. So as blind people, we don't do that, but I imagine there's a lot of people who own Costco cards who are pretty busy during the week. Uh
1: huh.
0: And it's great that they have, that they partner with Instacart. Yes. But if, Costco started their own online shopping service to where you could order from them and they deliver it to your place. Uh-huh. Maybe they charge you a little bit of a fee or perhaps they just raise the cost of the card a little bit. Uh-huh. It might be a little bit more efficient for them. Because if they did that, I would consider getting a Costco card.
1: Right. Yeah. Um. I never had a Costco card. I only shopped with people that had Costco cards. So, I don't know how that works. Mm. I, I remember when my grandparents were still alive and we went to Costco quite a bit because, you know, she was feeding um her family that came over. Yeah, my
0: grandma loves Costco. Oh too.
1: yeah, and they were still, you know, they were around uh you know, they were in Hawaii as young as as as, as long as I can remember. I remember Costco. And I I I just don't remember uh I just went there with people that had Costco cards. And I'd love the cookies. If we, if we shop Costco, we gotta get the cookies, cause really good.
0: I don't know if we will shop Costco, but it is a possibility.
1: It is. Yes. We'll have quite a bit. Um, and, and, and and, yeah, anyway, we'll see.
0: It's good stuff, babes. So the other thought that came into my mind. Uh huh. I may have mentioned this here before, but in Denver, when I moved there, they had a delivery service Mm -hmm. where you could order from different restaurants. And the thing I I thought to myself is, I'm sure this must have existed in other cities. Yeah. But... That's the only example I can think of where they did that before things like Grubhub.
1: Yeah, before like really, um, very quick apps and.
0: Yeah. And so I thought to myself, why didn't the pizza companies partner with other restaurants? For example, if Domino's had started a spinoff company called yep. Domino's Delivery yep. back in the nineties. Yep. And they say, well, we got all these pizza delivery people. And yes, we'd be helping the competition, but if we charge them a fee. Yep. Right. Then they could have their customers order online and we'll just use our pizza delivery people to deliver other types of food to customers. Huh. They could have made a killing in that space.
1: Yeah. I don't know. They, I don't know why they didn't do that, but that would have helped. Maybe. Um, or
0: maybe I'm just exaggerating how much money they would have made.
1: I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> we're just, we're just slave people. I don't really know about, you know, the restaurant business, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, um, is it, is that the delivery service you told me that you could actually call the restaurant and ask them, uh, tell them what you wanted or?
0: You would call the delivery service. They tell you what restaurants they would, they were working with and then you could ask them what was on their menu.
1: You know, I heard that there was a, a, a delivery service called Food to You, but I've never used it. Mm. Have you heard of it? I don't think so. Okay.
0: But maybe yeah. I haven't. I've just forgotten it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: Oh, Uh-oh.
0: I want to get back to Patricia Heaton for a second. Yeah? She was in a remake of The Goodbye Girl. I didn't know that. Yeah. Which is a movie that we haven't watched because... I think Richard Dreyfuss is great in it, yeah. and I like the little girl, but the mom is cray-cray. Is cray-cray in the movie.
1: I never really had a um, desire to really see the goodbye girl.
0: I um, think that's what he won his Oscar for. Oh, wow. Which, really, in my opinion, it should have been Apocalypse Now.
1: Okay. I like the song from the goodbye girl, but...
0: Goodbye girl, I'm leaving today. That's
1: not how it goes.
0: Oh no! It is, isn't it?
1: No, I'll goodbye play it for you girl. next. I'll play it for you later.
0: <laughs> oh, goodbye, goodbye, uh, girl. Oh, stop it. Okay,
1: but no, I never really had um, a desire to see it. Isn't that in the seventies? It is, right? I want
0: to say seventy-nine or eighty. Oh well. Wow. Yeah. In fact, Bill Murray made fun of the Goodbye Girl on SNL.
1: Really? What happened? Well, he
0: was doing like one of those weekend update segments.
1: Oh, with, uh, with, uh, Kevin Nealon?
0: No, this was back in the 80s, babes. Okay. Or late 70s.
1: Okay, I don't know who did that then.
0: I think it might have been Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin at the time. I
1: forgot Dan Aykroyd was a part of, um, SNL at one time.
0: Yeah, that's what he's probably best known for, actually. I wow. Think. Yeah. And he was good on that show.
1: Okay, I, I, I don't remember. Yeah, I, I, w- I wish I would have uh watched, like, early 80s um, SNL because I heard it was good.
0: A lot of it does not hold up today. Uh, I remember Babes. Yeah. In the 90s. Yeah. I want to say it was 94. Uh-huh. I went to, it was either Suncoast Videos or Django's.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Django's was this really cool spot in North Portland. Uh-huh. Northwest Portland. And basically what they would, they were like a warehouse. They took up a block, I want to say. Oh, wow. And you would go in, you could buy either old records or videotapes. Yep. Okay. I got a copy of the best of Saturday Night Life from, I want to say, 75. Yeah. And we go over to a friend of my mom's. And it's me and my sister. They, my mom and her, her buddy kind of left. We've put in the video cassette, and yeah. we didn't laugh once during it.
1: Really? It was yeah. that bad? Yeah. Wow.
0: A Saturday Night Live is so hit and miss for me, which I know that's the way with a lot of shows. Yeah. But it's more often miss than it is hit.
1: I I remember seeing a show that I thought was kind of uh, – an episode that I thought was kind of funny. And this was, like – I think it was to commemorate an SNL anniversary, but I can't remember which when it was. And they were showing, like – 70s episodes, and I think this is when they premiered, uh, the Muppets on SNL.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause they weren't part of it.
1: Yeah. And I thought it was, I thought it was funny to me. And I thought the commercials are funny too.
0: Sometimes it works.
1: Yeah. And it was, so, but they were so dated. <laughs> they were, but I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. And it feels a little bit too like, I don't know. I, it just feels like they go for the easy laugh in my opinion
1: depends on who it is though cuz Chris Farley was over the top um Adam Sandler was super funny
0: Adam Sandler and Chris Farley were great on that show but I haven't I I did like the Trump stuff that Alec Baldwin did on the show
1: I will have to say I was laughing at that cuz I mean I'm not I I think that Alec Baldwin's crazy um off of the thing but I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I did. I had to. I had to chuckle at that one. And I and I think um, didn't someone do Biden or something at one time? I hope so. <laughs> somebody. Somebody uh, did an impression of Biden. I well, remember, what did
0: he do? Just take a nap on stage?
1: Yeah, the podium. Um, I remember. Remember that guy Daryl Hammond?
0: Yes, he's actually back on the show as an announcer, I believe.
1: I, I liked Daryl Hammond's political stuff because I think he made fun of Bill Clinton. Um, did he make fun of George Bush? I think it was Bill Clinton a lot of the times. So yeah. I thought it was funny. Yes. But I mean, that's just me.
0: By the way, the, have you been keeping track with the, I guess it came out late last year, the new stuff with the Alec Baldwin thing?
1: Um, so I heard, so, I didn't hear this interview, but I was hearing things like Alec Baldwin said that he did not pull the trigger. Yeah,
0: and a couple people from the set confirmed that and said that this gun had a history of going off without pulling the trigger.
1: So, I'm, I'm like, not, there was
0: something wrong with the gun.
1: Yeah, and yeah, they I,
0: just didn't want to replace it.
1: Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what to believe at this point. I don't know. I mean, I. I know that there's been some memes that were made. Listen, this whole thing happened. But- I, I
0: I believe that Alec Baldwin is as innocent as you could be. Having said that, and I do know that a lot of the memes are coming out of like right wing groups. Having said that, the memes have made me laugh a yeah. lot. They are <laughs> listen. I'm a lib, but the the memes are pretty funny. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> so I'm not sure. I'm not sure where. I fall on this. Well, I mean, a
0: lot of people from the I, set are saying that that's true.
1: Yes, I know that. I know that. I'm, yeah. So, yeah, uh, so, so I'm, I, they're probably still doing, um, an investigation on this because this is still not, uh solved. Not yeah. solved at all.
0: It sounds like whoever was in charge of safety on the set of this movie was a real asshole because they're gonna allow bullets to be loaded in a gun that they know
1: and they yeah doesn't I, work properly. And they were not and and they were not blanks and they there should not have been anything in it. And um and I know that I, I heard the nine one one call Somebody was um really, I, this lady was really um blaming the, I forgot if it was a director or whoever it was, but mm-hmm. somebody, whoever was in charge of the, the, the props, she was really getting on their case. And, and rightfully so, because whoever was in, uh, responsible for that was not paying attention.
0: Your phone talks a lot.
1: Yes, I know. I know. Just never mind that.
0: <laughs> Do I you, told you. You did, but still, I.
1: I told okay. you not to worry right. about okay. it. Okay. Do you
0: think we... that the director of this movie ends up working in Hollywood again?
1: I don't know. I uh, possibly not. I hope not, because he is supposed to be in charge of pretty much everything that goes on on the set, and he. Or she, I don't know. Who it I is. think it's a guy. He okay. Well, he should have known about the prop guns. What was supposed to be used in the movie. Mm-hmm. So this movie may not even be made anymore.
0: They're saying that they don't think that they're going to resume suiting it.
1: I, I don't think they should because if they've got to, they've got to figure out why that gun went off and <clears throat> why it wasn't replaced right away because that gun had problems.
0: And people apparently have been saying that for years it's been easier to do digital recreations on screen than to use a real gun. Mm -hmm. Um, But people like sticking to the old ways. And a lot of actors have threatened to walk out on sets of TV shows where they use real guns now. And some shows have come out and said that because of this incident, they're going to start using – they're just going to add in that stuff digitally now, which makes sense to me. Yeah, I wonder
1: how that – works with the special effects
0: Apparently it's pretty easy now. Huh. But some people just love sticking with their guns.
1: Oh my god. That would
0: not be me. Then. who Yes, yes, yes.
1: Are you going to say that?
0: Oh, let's talk about Elizabeth Holmes for a minute.
1: Okay, and I wasn't I didn't know who she was until you, you know, you were talking to me about her.
0: She ran a company And her claim was you could take a drop of blood and it would tell you if you were pre-diabetic, suffering from cancer, all this stuff. Yeah. She was charged with something like 11 different crimes. Wow. They convicted her of four crimes and it all had to do with ripping off rich people. Wow. So, but here's the interesting angle I find from this case. Yeah. All right. She is going to get sentenced soon. Yeah. And some people are saying that because she's a first-time offender, even though each of the four counts that she got convicted of could potentially land her 20 years each, that it's more likely that there is, she's only going to spend a little bit of time in jail. Uh, but she also got found guilty of ripping off rich people. Yes. So there's that aspect where she could yeah, spend Yeah, like,
1: like Bernie Madoff didn't have um, any... Uh, As far as we know, he didn't have any, um, he didn't have any runs with the law until he was finally arrested, right?
0: I don't think so. I could be wrong with
1: that. Yeah, because he, he spent his entire, he spent the rest of his life in jail.
0: So here's a bizarre question I have for you.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, when she comes out of prison, she, because she's known for, uh, embezzlement Mm -hmm. and a white collar criminal, she will be a star among political elites. And I think both sides are going to try to draft her, not necessarily to run for office, but to endorse a candidate. And I'm wondering from you, which political team do you think she ends up uh, uh, signing up for, for lack of a better term?
1: Um, I don't know. I
0: Maybe have a,
1: She might be a Democrat.
0: I have a thought on this. What? I think if she gets out of jail before the midterms, she's going to campaign for Joe Biden and the Democrats. But if it, if she spends uh, a longer period of time and she doesn't get out until next year, she's going to come out as a Trump supporter.
1: I, how? What do you mean? How would she do that?
0: How, how, would she would she, do how
1: would she come out as a Republican after spending a longer time in prison? Because-,
0: because it means that Joe Biden wouldn't have stepped in or wouldn't have asked any judges to give her a lesser sentence.
1: I, don't, I honestly don't think she would join any political party.
0: Really? No. I think both political parties are going to want her. I don't think so. I don't think, to again, not to run for office, but to endorse no, I don't
1: think. I don't think the Republicans would want her. I
0: don't. Oh, I think they're both talking about how they get her.
1: I, I, I don't think so. I mean, nobody wanted Bernie Madoff.
0: Yeah, but that's because he was in prison. It, 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 yeah,
1: but she will be in prison. She
0: will, but she's going to get out, and it looks like it's going to be re- relatively soon. And people like a story of redemption.
1: Yeah, but how many people that have become real offenders, even if they were first offenders, have gotten out of prison?
0: Well, a lot of people get out of prison.
1: No, 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 no. How many... I mean, how many stories have you heard? And yes, first-time offenders do get out of prison. But how many stories have you heard where first-time offenders did not get out of prison? Jodi Arias is not out of prison.
0: Yes, but she was convicted of murder. She
1: was convicted of murder. You also had um, Phil Spector, who was also convicted of murder um, and died in prison. Mm-hmm. You also... Hear about um, the girls in the um, that, that actually were a part of the Manson uh, killings, the Manson family killings that never got a prison. Okay,
0: so I think your argument is going to be that they don't release her.
1: I hope they don't.
0: I hope they don't. And I think again, the one reason I could see them not releasing her is because she got convicted of screwing over rich people.
1: Yeah, I. I don't
0: know. Yeah. But I think if she does do a small sentence. So that's
1: a lot of that's a lot of crimes that she is uh, you know, a lot of things that she was convicted of.
0: Yeah, and a lot that she wasn't. Yeah. Um I think if she does serve like a relatively small sentence, both parties are gonna try to recruit her.
1: I I doubt that. Oh. I doubt that.
0: oh. But I don't know, babes. We well, seem to disagree. I
1: mean, yeah, we do. I mean Lil' Kim got I don't know how much time she got in prison but she was there for embezzlement
0: that sucks
1: but i don't i don't know how long she was in there i don't think she was in there for that long
0: is she white now wasn't what? there something where she was like bleaching her skin
1: huh I uh, know yeah. i don't know about that i That's remember hearing odd.
0: a rumor that little kim was trying to become white
1: i did not hear about that that might just be a rumor mm. Just like that one rumor about Rod Stewart that you thought was true.
0: Oh, that he had to have his stomach uh, pumped for semen? But you heard that too back in the day.
1: No, right? I didn't. You said it. You told me that. I never heard that at all. I, I remember
0: was... hearing that probably in middle school. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I heard that rumor about Richard Gere. And oh, the re- everybody knew that. Rumor. And I don't know if that's, I don't think that's true.
0: I don't think so. But you want to hear another Richard Gere rumor I've heard recently. Uh-oh, what is that? So, you know how you haven't seen him in any movies?
1: Yes. over Not, like, not for a long time. Not for a yeah. long time? Yeah.
0: The rumor I heard is that no studio will hire them because they're so... Uh, hire him? Will hire him because they're so desperate to do business with China. And Richard Gere is hated because he endorses the Dalai Lama. Huh,
1: that's a really weird and rumor.
0: And the Chinese government has major issues with the Dalai Lama. Oh. January 8th. Oh, stop (laughs) it. Your phone. (laughs) What do you think of that rumor, babes?
1: That's insane. Mm. Um, I mean, I didn't know that the Chinese government had an issue with the Dalai Lama. Oh, yeah. But then people have an issue with the Chinese government, too. So.
0: Well, let's examine this for a minute.
1: And I don't know much about the Dalai Lama. I just know that he's a Tibetan uh, monk.
0: Yeah. The Chinese, we're not going to go into the whole Dalai Lama thing. Okay. The Chinese government is very, very oppressive from what we can tell.
1: Absolutely, they are.
0: And we continue to do business with them.
1: And we need to get away from that.
0: But no president, every president talks about getting away from them, but none of them actually do anything.
1: I think we've been trying to do that, Bob.
0: We've been trying to avoid doing something as a country. Ah!
1: Okay, go on, go on. Talk about the Dalai Lama.
0: Well, no, I'm not talking about the Dalai okay, Lama. Okay. What I want to know from you is, do you think that we will ever make a real attempt to be I, I think
1: eventually something has to give because they, they have already taken over so much of our, I mean, we're, we're making strides to do that. I mean, there were, there were, um, uh, I think they were supposed to, we were supposed to have the Olympics in Beijing. Mm. Uh, a lot of people have come out and said, no, we're not going to do it. A lot of people have been coming out and saying, you know, because of the way that, that China has been trying to take over everything, we're not going to, we're not going to have, um, the Olympics in Beijing. That's one step that's been trying to, um, that's that's been happening. And people have been speaking out about the, the CCP and all the atrocities that they are trying to, um, that they have been doing to the, the Chinese citizens. And, um, I mean, things are coming out in the wash. So I think that we are slowly, but surely, uh, trying to take steps to get to e- eventually get away from China. I hope so. I, I think, I think so. It's just, it's going to take a while, but I think we are, we are making strides. Uh-oh. We may not be, we may not be, we may not be, uh, working as fast as we want to, but I think we are making strides.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens between us and China. Are we going to actually make strides or are we just going to bow down? And
1: I think, I think most of us want to are, are trying very, very hard to make strides. Even there, even Chinese citizens are telling people that the Chinese government is no good because they're leaving, they're leaving China in growth.
0: Did I talk about Jesse Ventura yesterday?
1: Uh, about about his like, his opinion about China.
0: Well, not exactly. I go into his rooms on Clubhouse fairly frequently. I think he's a really intelligent guy. It doesn't mean I agree with everything he says. Yeah,
1: but I think I don't he, agree with everything he says
0: either. He makes some great points. Well, I know why you wouldn't
1: agree with everything he says. Um,
0: well,
1: I didn't. Well, I mean, I, I may agree with. It's a mixed bag with me with with him.
0: Yeah, like it should be with everybody. He said that he read some article from a paper in Canada recently mm-hmm. that basically was saying the next place that is going to lose democracy is the U.S. by the end of 2024.
1: If we don't, if we don't uh, do something about what's going on with China, yes,
0: mm.
1: because China, um, China has a, 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 a <clears throat> for the people that are still staying in China, they have a real grip on chinese citizens and a lot of them are leaving and uh if we do not officially get away from china and using um imports and exports from china um then something is going to happen
0: you know how property prices are have been skyrocketing over the last 20 years a lot of them yeah they're buying a lot of houses here
1: china has bought uh, apartment buildings and houses and that's Part that—that's a big reason why, um, in, inflation when it comes to property is um, skyrocketing.
0: And apparently, um, they just bought Newsmax. Did they really? No, I no, so they them.
1: didn't. But Bubs, come on, maybe they bought you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm pretty uh, cheap, peeps. <laughs> oh, they, oh, really? No, I don't think he would be. Um, I don't think he would be uh, um, dumb enough to uh the uh, Chinese puppet.
0: Thank you, babes. I hope not. I
1: hope not. It's not good.
0: So between China. Yeah. What's going and what's going on in different political parties here in the U S do you think that we will have, and many other things, are we still going to have democracy in 10 years?
1: If we fight for it. Okay. If we fight for, um, the freedoms that we, um, we do value. Yes. I think we are. Uh, if, if, if we, if there is pushback, not just from the right, but from the left too, because we, we, I think Americans in general do not want to be under China, China's thumb and, or or
0: any other thumb
1: or any other thumb, right? Yeah, I think that if we work together on both sides of the coin, then we will keep, um, we will have our country. Nice. That's the way I see it.
0: Maybe. We'll I, have think to see we will. It. I I'm not as hopeful for the future as some people, as you know, but we'll have to see.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, we, we we do have to. We do have to. I mean, it's it's dependent. It's it's dependent on us.
0: I kind of think this company has already been bought and sold by big corporations.
1: I don't think so. I don't. I don't think all corporations are evil. By the way.
0: Are all corporations evil? Probably not. No. But I think the majority of them have evil intentions.
1: I don't think the majority of them do. Really? No. Why? Well, I don't think that the majority of con- I mean, maybe big tech does. Yes, for sure, big tech because they are. Um, they probably do have ties to China, and uh, big pharma um, for sure has ties to China. But I don't think that every single big corporation is out to ruin us.
0: Well, but what about weapons manufacturers like GE?
1: I don't know but enough about GE to comment. Okay. So I can't. I can't tell you.
0: Or Halliburton.
1: I don't know about that either. Oh. But I. I really. I'm. I can't comment on every single corporation.
0: <laughs> what about no? But I'm saying I think the majority of corporations are out for their own interests, but oftentimes those interests require them to be evil. I mean, I know I go back to it a lot, but what about the president of Nestle's saying that water is not a human right?
1: And I did not see that, but that's something I don't even know much about either.
0: It's so weird that I could just give you this information.
1: Well. Ah, stop,
0: stop, stop. <laughs> oh, Oh, I hit you with ow. my head. That also hurt me.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, what? Tickle twos. We have
0: to have a kiss here. Give <laughs> me kiss. Give me kiss.
1: You kiss my head too.
0: Mm. Okay, um. now kiss me. And kiss my head. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's just when you get into that condescending, to like, oh, it's so, it's so funny when I tell you stuff.
0: Ah, well, because you're mm-hmm. ah, oh, oh, so tickle one.
1: <laughs> Okay, tickle too. When now, please. All right,
0: we're gonna have to have a kiss.
1: Uh, I just kissed you. already. Well,
0: the, you just broke the treaty. This tickle <laughs> war brought to you by the good people at Halliburton. It's growing over America for decades. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Mm. That oh kiss. My
1: goodness. What?
0: Brought to you by Nestle's French. Remember, water is not a human right.
1: Ah! <laughs> Honestly. What? I to go on these weird rant. Bub. Do I? Yeah.
0: Well, people just don't pay attention enough, I think, in this yeah. country to, you know, various things. And we got you saying that corporations are good.
1: I didn't say they were all good. Okay. I didn't say that the majority were evil.
0: Nice. Okay. okay. And that's a
1: difference, Bubs. Okay, babe. maybe you should pay attention to what I say,
0: oh hi what do you do? but I digress mm-hmm. we uh you had a very stressful day yesterday,
1: yeah, I think we covered well, I'll talk about it more yes we yes, I did um I did not get the right order, and there were some other things that happened yep. in the morning and all that other
0: stuff and I'm wondering how are you feeling now?
1: um I'm feeling. Better. I'm also feeling rested because I was really tired out by the, the end of the night. It was, um, it was not a good day. And I, I don't have very many days like that, but when that, when a day like that happens, it just really takes a lot out of me. Oh. Yeah. Well, Mentally God. it does. It's just like, ugh, why? You know. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, yesterday I was feeling, I, I may have gotten a little bit snippy when I didn't mean to. So I apologize if, that's uh, right. if I did, uh, if I did hurt your feelings.
0: That's okay. I still love you, babes.
1: And, uh, and I also did feel like you kind of blamed me for some of it too.
0: Oh, well, you know, that's how you felt yesterday.
1: I did. Yes.
0: Worried. And you were stressed out.
1: Yeah. That wasn't helping my stress, by the way.
0: Oh. Yeah. Oh. I didn't blame you. I just said maybe you should check. No,
1: something. yes, you did, bubs. I felt that you did, though. Oh. I mean, you may not have you may not have thought that you were blaming me, but in some ways, I felt like you
0: did. Oh, oh, well, I still love you, babes.
1: And I think you should apologize actually. for
0: what I didn't blame you twice. No,
1: Bubs, at least at least acknowledge that I felt that way. Babes. No,
0: God, all right, I'm sorry. I'm, I am sorry if you felt that I was blaming you for anything that happened yesterday. No, why well, <laughs> am I laughing?
1: Oh, Bubs,
0: sorry, sorry, sorry. I did not mean to laugh. I, okay. That is not cool. Oh, no, right. it's not cool. All right, all right, all right, let me try it like this. Okay. I'm sorry. I just laughed. That was inappropriate. I also would like to take this moment to apologize to you in case any of my actions or word convey words conveyed the message that I was upset with you yesterday, when in actuality you were not the cause of the trauma.
1: Well, I appreciate that, buddy. Thank you, babes. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. Yes. yes I will. Yes. I accept your apology. Thank you. Thank
0: you. We did not watch any Ted Lasso uh, yesterday, but we might watch a couple episodes today.
1: Yeah, it was it was a really stressful day, and I wasn't. Yeah. You know, we did we did laugh though. I mean, we did watch some Key and Peele.
0: And you had never watched it before.
1: Not a lot. I mean, he's. I've, I've heard, i I've. He told me about them. I never heard of it. Uh, them until you told me about it and i did laugh though so it was funny
0: you took a nap after we did this
1: uh yeah it was it was a short one you,
0: you got, got up part. and yeah. i showed you the keen peel sketch where its he, uh, I think it's Jordan Peele pretends to be...
1: Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse
0: Tyson, and it's his wife. <laughs> She's asking him all these questions like, Neil, are you ready for my grandma's funeral? Well, actually...
1: You're, yeah, it's like, we, we have to get ready. Uh, we're going to be late like, for my... Uh, my I think it was her Aunt ne- uh, Nellie's funeral okay. or whatever.
0: Actually. We're always ready. <laughs> and I was like, Neil, don't you pull the science stuff on me. I, I, I know you're with a white bitch. And he's like, well, actually... Apparently, we're all with each other all the time.
1: And he's like, I've never slept with that white woman. Yes. (laughs) And and while he's seeing this and doing his explanations, there's pictures, right?
0: There's stuff on the screen. (laughs) Now, apparently, Neil deGrasse Tyson is also married to an astrophysicist. Oh, wow. So I doubt that any of their arguments look like (laughs) the ones in Keenfield, but it was fun.
1: It might be an intellectual one.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Then I showed you the one where it's... The athlete after the big game, telling kids yeah. that they could actually fly. They
1: could fly. You, you can,
0: can literally fly. fly.
1: No, I was like no, 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 no. You, you, you really shouldn't say that. You can fly. You can really fly. No, literally. You, you, I think you should um go to uh, the freeway. And he's telling all these kids. He's like, uh, I have to apologize. Some kids were injured. I think, I think, I think some of them died. Right? Yes. I have to apologize. Uh, some kids have died, and um, I, I'd like to apologize for my actions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can really
1: fly. <laughs> I thought it was funny, and then and then the one about um, the interview was weird too. I love
0: that one. That's a great one, and the horrible bo- or uh, undercover bosses thing. That they
1: did. Yeah, that was that was funny. He's like Joseph, get out of here, get out of here. I thought you're out of here, Joseph.
0: <laughs> you're fired.
1: You're fired. Uh, what? What? Why? What? You're fired, Joseph. And you hear the door. You hear the door slamming. You think that he's gone. And he's he's telling the other people what they're getting. And he's like, and <laughs> and he's like, Joseph, I thought I told you to leave. I thought you were gone, Joseph.
0: I want to pick on Barack Obama for a minute, if that's okay Ooh, with you. Boy. Okay. Keen Peel did a series of sketches and sometimes it it didn't work but for the most part it did and it was called uh it was like obama with his anger interpreter luther so the basic premise is (laughs) obama comes on you know to give these speeches and he's like you know i have a a lot of critics out there and uh and some people from my own party say that I, i don't have any emotions well this just isn't true and uh we have luther here who is my anger interpreter so obama would say something and then um i think it's uh keenan would be like uh, i am not a muslim i have a birth certificate uh or he would say uh, uh you know don't test me you other countries don't test me see where we're going to go with this yeah and it was really funny stuff but then obama they had this um Oh God, what was it called? It was the the dinner with all the press, yeah. That the presidents used to do before Trump, and and Joe Biden's not doing them either.
1: Yeah, the, the press conferences. The
0: press, no, the press dinners.
1: The, oh, oh, that's right. Because yeah, the, the the is that is that when they do like um, a roast or something?
0: That's where they kind of do a roast, and everybody has a good time. And
1: yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. always
0: thought that was a little bit too insider, anyways. Yeah,
1: a lot a lot of uh, people have 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 decided not to go to these dinners, but yeah, okay.
0: But in any event... During Obama's administration, he had on Keenan from Kean Peele to do the uh, Luther anger interpreter. And of course it didn't work oh, really? because it was a lot more stage and you can only go so far because the actual president is there. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you see it? I did. It, okay. it, I have a really good friend who likes that type of stuff. Oh, really? When somebody who's being made fun of brings the other person in to, to do it with them.
1: Sometimes it could. Uh, I suppose sometimes it could work and sometimes it doesn't.
0: Usually that strikes me as very corny. But okay. my friend recommended this to me, so I watched it. Yeah. And I was underwhelmed. Wow. But what does something like that teach us about how hum- what happens to humor when it's co-opted by the establishment? And so we're using Obama as the idea of the establishment, but it could also be SNL.
1: yeah. I, or the
0: Tonight Show, or whatever you, show you. I want
1: thought to play. I heard um, George Bush make fun of himself when I think because um, there was uh, was Dana Carvey who did the George Bush impersonation. Yeah, George Bush Senior. And I think George Bush um, actually thought it was funny, mm-hmm. and I think he was like, "Not gonna do it," you know. And I had to, I had to chuckle at that one.
0: I love that Dana Carvey impression.
1: Not going to do it.
0: But I also think right. it's it's a similar thing. Like, it's cool that George Bush could laugh at himself, but it makes the joke a little bit less funny to me. Really? Yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I think if someone's good at impersonating, like, I thought I thought some of the stuff that Daryl Hammond did was kind of funny mm. um, because he was good at it. So it's one thing if you're really bad at it and nobody's laughing. But I I don't know. I think I think it, I think of it differently than you do.
0: Oh, so it, it actually oh. enhances the anger interpreter, knowing that Obama kind of went along with it.
1: It well, I didn't see it, so I really can't comment on it. I really don't know. Oh, yeah. I only saw, you know, the George Bush stuff, Right, right. which is kind of funny.
0: Yes. Well, good. Oh, I was just curious about that, babes.
1: Yeah, I, I don't really take it that seriously as much as you do. Oh, you don't? Know? I don't. Funny yes. is funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I do not. I do not laugh like that. But <laughs> sorry,
0: babes. I didn't know. <gasps> I thought you did. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you laugh like this. <laughs> oh my goodness. What yes? Yeah,
0: what yes? Yeah. That's what you do. Oh, no, what yes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. JLo. Yeah. Last night, you and I watched a couple of movies.
1: And they were really good. They were. They were good.
0: We started off with East of Eden. Yes. And then watched Mildred Pierce.
1: Yeah. East of Eden was weird, but it was good, too. It wasn't quite like Mildred Pierce, but it was still good.
0: I think we both agree that Mildred Pierce is better.
1: It definitely was.
0: You want to tell me a little bit about East of Eden since I was a little bit asleep?
1: I'll try. Um, so I'll tell you the, I'll tell the premise and there's a lot of like little things here and there that went on, but the premise is about, uh, Cal Trask, who is played by James Dean. This is actually before he dies in real life.
0: It was made, well, it was made before he died, but it came out like a month or two after.
1: Yeah. Cal Trask was this, I think he was the younger guy. The younger brother, right? I believe so. He has always been known to do some really crazy things. And his brother, Aaron, has always been the favorite son of his father, Adam Trask. And we'll get to a little bit about that. Cal Trask has been doing some weird things like uh, shooting rabbits and and really scaring people because of how he acted and he has been trying to find out who and where his mother is because they've been told as children that his, that their mother has, has died. And that's, that was that. And, uh, his father received, um, his father got this injury on his shoulder. And of course, the, they didn't know what, what happened. And Cal always wondered, well, why does he have an injury on his shoulder? And who was really my mom? He finds out that his mother went by the name Kate. And we don't know who she is yet in the beginning because she goes to a bank and I guess, uh, someone calls her Sally and she has to make some kind of deposit. Correct? Yes. Okay. All we know is that she's an older woman. He finds out her name is Kate. He tells, I forgot who he tells. He tells this one guy that, oh, do you know who Kate is? And he's trying to find out information about her. And he says, well, just if you see her, just tell her I hate her. And we're thinking, oh, that's interesting. Meanwhile, Aaron is, um, Aaron, his brother, is seeing this woman named Abra. And they're, by all um, uh, intents and purposes and appearances, they're in love with each other. They're very much in love. And they're planning to get married. I uh, would you like to chime in because there's a lot of things in here.
0: Yeah, and again, I was asleep for part of it, so I could have the thing at the beginning of the movie wrong. But Cal tracks down his mom, basically discovers that she's running a brothel. Yep. Now, the family is surviving, and the dad's respected in the town, but they're not exactly rich folk.
1: They're not. They, he works on a farm.
0: One of the dad's friends has the idea of investing in these bean crops because he thinks that war is going to break out and the prices are going to skyrocket. Yep. But he, he needs $5,000 to make a really substantial investment. So Cal basically blackmails the mom, and it's a really cool scene.
1: He, he he yeah. She gives him five thousand dollars.
0: He invests the money with uh the dad's friends. Yep. And you know while this is going on, people are still kind of treating Cal like he doesn't really matter. He,
1: he he ends up. Sorry. Go go ahead. Um, you may have missed his part, but he does some, or maybe he didn't. He ends up talking to Abra.
0: Yeah, I was going to talk about. Okay, that. I'm sorry. Do you want to continue or do you?
1: No, wanna? no, no. Go go ahead.
0: Okay. Cal goes to a carnival and ends up making a a bigger connection with Albra. They're on the Ferris wheel and Cal's brother Aaron Aaron, comes there and kind of gets into an altercation. Yeah. Cal comes down, helps out. They go away. And now there's an altercation in front of this German guy who lives in town. And by now, war is broken out. Things get settled, but the brother is upset because he thinks that Cal is trying to steal his girl, Abra. They get into a fight, and time marches on. Eventually, the daddy. The daddy. The daddy is about to have a birthday. Yep. By now, Cal has sold his share in the bean cropping business.
1: And and Cal asks um, Abra to help him with the party preparations. No. Nope. The okay.
0: other brother helped with that, Aaron.
1: Oh, okay, Aaron did. And I'm sorry.
0: Cal's present was going to be the money. Yes, yes. Dad comes home, and he's in charge of the local draft board. Cal gives him the money and says, Dad, this is all the money you've lost, blah, blah, blah. And the dad is basically like, no, I'm not taking this money. Give me something but else. You have,
1: to, you have to give it back. Because yeah. I'm never going to take the money. He, he basically tells him it's dirty money. And I don't he,
0: want it. He, but he also assumes that Cal stole the money. Right. He doesn't assume that he was bright enough. And Cal, rightfully so, freaks out.
1: He goes into the room and starts crying. And
0: eventually he tells Aaron, hey, he takes Aaron to see the mom.
1: Yes.
0: Aaron leaves on the train. He gets really drunk. The dad has a stroke, goes to the hospital. They have a weird nurse. The dad says, Hey, take me away away from this weird lady. I almost use the C word because that's what the dad said, but I'm not going to do that. Thank you. Yes. Even though the dad.
1: No, 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 the dad did not say that. He just tells the son, I can't stand her. And it was, that was really funny. And then he's like, Well, I can't stand her either, either. And he tells Abra that the dad said, um, I want I you to take care. I want of you to take care of me, meaning him.
0: Yep, and that's where the movie ends. And
1: he ends up stealing Abra away from Aaron. Nice. And uh, yeah,
0: I like this movie. Mm-hmm. It's so. Let me tell you a little bit about my experience with James Dean. Okay. I had heard the name, but in 1995. There was this big push around him because it was the 40th anniversary of his death. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Huh? I remember seeing more and more documentaries about him on TV. Uh, the U.S. Postal Service released a special stamp in commemoration of him. Wow. They were doing more screenings in movie theaters of his old films. Yes. And I, I was, I'm fascinated with the idea of the legend of James Dean.
1: Yeah, I've only heard bits and pieces of it because um people were um you know, people were so yeah. mesmerized by him. I, I actually I
0: wasn't quite finished talking. I'm that. sorry. That's okay, babes. But having seen two of his movies, yes. I like his work. I don't know if I'd say he's my favorite actor though. Like I, I mm. think if he had lived longer i don't know if he would be considered a great actor or just a flash in the pan
1: interesting why do you think that because i didn't i, I why do you think that women both women and men were so mesmerized by him
0: because he plays with sexuality a lot in his films really yeah uh, and if you know about James Dean, there were always rumors that he was gay in real life or bisexual.
1: I did not know that. I
0: think he leans more towards bisexual because he dated the lady who played Jerry's mom on Seinfeld.
1: Oh, really? And she
0: wrote about that in, I, in her memoir.
1: I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So they say that a lot of people who are. um, What's the word I want to use? are mesmerized people they play with the idea of sexuality a lot and he definitely did that huh. plus he died right after he became famous like he was only really a celebrity for about six months so yeah. there's a lot of mystique wow. to him there's a, tra- a tragic story there and i think people are drawn to that
1: the only thing i've been hearing as far as women goes is like oh i wonder how you know james dean was such a handsome guy I wonder what he would have been if he would have been around, but I never heard anything about the whole sexuality thing with yeah.
0: him. Yeah, and you're always going to wonder, like, if he had lived 40 more years, who knows, maybe maybe he lives and in 1956 he comes out as gay and he's the first big celebrity to say that.
1: I do, I will but, say this, now that we're speaking about James Dean. What?
0: I, I actually wasn't going to I'm sorry. Go on, go on. I'm sorry. Right. And maybe he would have won 10 Academy Awards after that mm-hmm. and and moved into directing and become the Steven, the Steven Spielberg, right? Mm-hmm. Before Steven Spielberg. Yeah. But honestly, something tells me that, yeah, maybe he would have done one or two more really good roles. Mm-hmm. I don't know. If he had lived, mm-hmm. I don't think he would have been as big of a star as he became mm. because the legend helped him. Okay. But that's my theory.
1: Huh, that's interesting. Okay, so.
0: And I am in the minority.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know. I I don't really have a comment on that one. I will say that one of my exes who will not be named did, I think, if I remember correctly, his his middle name, if I can say this, his middle name was Dean.
0: My middle name is Dean. Yes, I know. And I am named. And ba- basically, you doesn't name your ex because you said what his middle no, name. No, is. no, I'm, no, no, no. But go ahead. No,
1: I'm, no, I'm, no, 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 There's a reason why I said go that. On, go ahead. Go ahead. I think his name, his middle name was Dean, because he was named uh, he his part of his name was was named after James Dean. That's hmm. what I'm trying to say. Interesting. That's the reason why I mentioned it. I'm not. I wasn't going to give him the full name. Nice. Your he give you his full name. Okay. Because it doesn't matter. But, except for the Dean part.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. He's a good actor. But I've seen better performances. And better performances from this period of time. I think Paul Newman was at least just as good as James Dean in his early films.
1: Oh, yeah. I heard he was.
0: Uh, Marlon Brando.
1: Marlon Brando.
0: I think was better than James Dean.
1: Clark Gable.
0: Clark Gable. I, 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 yeah. I, I think Cary he's overrated. Grant, yes, Cary Grant. Yeah. But Cary Grant. I don't know if he went as gritty as James Dean did. Hmm. So I don't know. I think he's overrated.
1: Interesting.
0: But I also get it because there's a whole mystique over he died, and you know maybe he would have become well, a, a president.
1: Well, a president yeah. without a cause. Well, speaking of about- we that now. Yeah, pres yeah, president Vlad Cause. Um, but speaking of like the whole sexuality thing, because um, I, I honestly think that there is a um uh, that sexuality as a whole doesn't always have to do with um sexual preference. Right. A lot of people always say say that. But if you're thinking about that part of sexuality, if you remember uh, reading uh that uh Robert Green book that we read together.
0: The Art of Seduction.
1: The Art of Seduction. He did talk about uh, Valentino. Yes. And how Valentino was, a lot of the women thought he was very handsome, but he kind of had like a feminine quality. Mm -hmm. So he was kind of mysterious too.
0: Now, it would have been interesting to see what would have happened if Valentino would have lived, Because I believe he was only 26 when he died. Am I right about that? I
1: think think you're right. Mm -hmm. He was under 30. But there, but women were mesmerized by him, and, and so were men.
0: I wonder how many of his films have survived.
1: What's his first name, Rudolph? Yes. Rudolph Valentino, yes. Rudy V. Rudy V. So I don't know.
0: I don't think he he died before Sound Pictures. So well, we don't know, have any recordings of him.
1: I wonder if that's true. Well, because I remember, uh, you know that song, Manic Monday by the Bangles? Yes where it says um, six o'clock already. I was just in the middle of a dream. I was kissing Valentino by a crystal blue Italian stream. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, huh, I wonder, I wonder um, if his movies were around
0: because. I mean, I'm sure some of them have survived, but I wonder how many of them have been lost to history. Mm -hmm. Yes. Peter Bogdanovich died recently, babes, and he was a big proponent of, Of film preservation.
1: Ah, I understand that. And, uh, that is, uh, something good to preserve. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because a lot, you know, generations, uh, you know, generations after us and our own generation, um, have gotten into really older movies. Some, some of, some of us have. And, yeah, I would like to see a Valentino movie if there is if there is one out there. No,
0: I'm sure there okay. are babes, but there's none with sound.
1: Okay, silent movies. So. Yeah,
0: and I don't really do the whole silent movie thing because I'm a hard, blind guy.
1: It's kind of hard for blind people to enjoy it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But sighted people are just say so you look closer at the screen.
1: But if you can't, it's kind of hard to do. Oh,
0: babes, I hate going on these forums where I'm looking for... Um, Dubbed movies, yeah, and all the comments are just like, "Just read the movie, bro." Yeah, you're not you experiencing it.
1: Yeah, but you can't do that if you don't have a lot of vision. I know it's really not. I mean, they're not taking that into consideration that there are other, you know there there are blind users that want to enjoy movies as
0: much as sighted users. Exactly. You see. No, I hear you, babes. I'm just saying what I hate.
1: I know. I, I know you heard me. Okay. That, that's the thing though. And I would, I would totally agree with you. I, I totally agree with you on that, on that front. Thank you, babes.
0: Yeah. Let's get back to this movie for a second. Yes. What do you think happens to the father? Does he learn to respect James Dean after this experience? And how much more longer does he have to live?
1: I don't think he has much to live, much longer to live. And I would think that because he had this experience with almost dying, I think he he now probably thinks, well, I can't depend on anyone now except for Cal because Aaron's gone and left. He's, you know, Cal may have done something bad, but maybe Aaron needed it because Aaron was always a good boy and he needed to learn his lesson. A lot
0: like me, always a good boy.
1: Mm, Not all the time.
0: But. So I think that's why i related to Aaron is because I'm the never not good boy. Ugh. But mm. something else I want to know from you. Mm-hmm. Aaron kind of you know broke away from us.
1: Well, broke away from the the family, yes.
0: and me too, because I'm the Ugh. I'm the never not good boy. As oh well.
1: my goodness!
0: But what I'm wondering is: does <laughs> what happens to Aaron's life after he leaves on the train? Does he come back the next day? Does he just stay gone?
1: I think he probably stays gone for a long time and doesn't realize that not only is, um, does he not know what's going on, but Cal probably marries Abra. And the dad probably no longer thinks of Varen as a good kid anymore.
0: And the dad's gonna die soon.
1: And the dad's gonna die soon, so he may not even see his dad anymore.
0: Do Cal and Abra become happy together?
1: um possibly for how long i don't know maybe he maybe he does become more happy with abra but i wonder if it, if abra is very codependent
0: you know what that's actually very possible
1: you, you think so i think so too because she you can tell that she is a kind of nurturing Soul that really wants to take care of someone that hasn't been loved. Mm -hmm. Aaron has been loved by his father all his life, but maybe to his detriment. Yes. If that makes any sense. I hear you. He loved them, but he loved Aaron, but Cal really was so hungry for that love. And Abra, I think, realized that, wait a minute, I'm not in love with Aaron. I don't love him at all, you know? Yes. When he was talking to, maybe that was just, an, you know, I think she was thinking, well, maybe that was an illusion. Maybe I really didn't love Aaron, but the idea of it.
0: Do they stay in the small town or do they eventually leave?
1: I think they stay there. Okay. I don't, I don't really see them leaving. Nice. It's possible that Cal and Abra are happy for a long time. Um, and they probably, they, they may actually do get married. And Aaron is maybe left to wander nice. and wonder, well, where did my life go? My dad loved me, but what did I do with it?
0: What would you give the scale on a movie from one to 10?
1: I give it a seven at least.
0: That's what I'd give
1: Cause it. Cause it was kind of, it was a weird movie and it was kind of hard to follow, but it was good.
0: Yeah. Would you recommend it to any relatives? And if so, what's your elevator pitch?
1: Um, Pay attention to your kids. <laughs> All of your kids. Don't just pay attention to the one kid. If you want to watch a movie about how that could go awry, watch this one.
0: Yeah. And the second movie we watched is almost like an advertisement from an anti, uh, kids group saying don't, don't ever have children. It felt like.
1: No, I don't think that's, that's correct.
0: You don't think that's the message of Mildred Pierce?
1: No, I think it's, a. Uh, um, An anti-spoiling group. Like, don't spoil your kids, otherwise this is what's going to happen.
0: I felt very good about the fact that I am not a father after watching Mildred Pierce. I usually do, anyway. Oh, my goodness. Alana doesn't want kids, but she wants me to want kids.
1: No, I never... Okay, let me explain. I like kids, and I want you to like kids, but... I don't want you to spend your entire life thinking that kids are evil, because not all of them are. It's the grownups that are the ones that are raising these children.
0: I remember once, babes. Yeah, I was working this job, and my. Friend- I was volunteering somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And my friend who was there says to me, "You know how you don't like spending time around kids, but the way she said it, it made it sound like I'm just some, um, you know, socialite who just likes hanging around, drinking tea and reading the newspaper yeah. with classical music in the background, right? Which is not the case. Okay, yeah, I, I just find kids to be annoying for the most part. There are some.
1: Well, the reason why they're annoying is because they're not disciplined. Thank you. It's not that they're Inherently annoying. It's just that, well, inherently, yes, they do have b- bad quality, just like everybody else does. Yes. But, but the reason why they're annoying is because they're not disciplined. They 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 were not disciplined yet, oh. and eventually, kids do uh, become that way once they're once they're taught. So, I um, they go through their cute stages and they go through their bratty stages. But I think eventually, kids start to. Uh, come into their own with the proper guidance of course
0: nice let's talk about Mildred pierce which is a movie i would heard about oh, for yes. a while and i just saw that it was on hbo max the other day i didn't know what to expect from this film but i was very glad that we watched it
1: yeah i was um i did not hear about it But it was a very, very well done movie.
0: I believe this film won Joan Crawford the Oscar for Best Actress.
1: I understand why.
0: Do you want me to give a brief recap? Yes. Starts off, a man named...
1: His name was um, Bert, right? No. Oh, you're talking about... The guy who gets killed. Uh, his last name was Berrigan. Monty Berrigan.
0: Monty Berrigan is murdered.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We don't know the specifics. Eventually, uh, somebody's arrested. Wally. Yep. And your girl Mildred, played by Joan Crawford, goes down to the police station. She sees that they have her first husband, uh, arrested, but they release him and- she starts to tell the story about why her first husband couldn't have committed the murder. Yep. So most of the movie takes place in a flashback. Yep. Where we go back and we see that the husband was very unhappy because he was working these long hours to provide for his family. Yep. And Joan Crawford basically put her two daughters at the center of her world.
1: Which was not a good not a good thing. We're going to get there soon. Yes.
0: Also... The first husband, Bert, was cheating with Mrs...
1: Beterhoff. Be- Maggie Beterhoff. Beterhoff. Be- yeah, he he he, he, ins- he didn't say it in so many words, but you could tell because he called her Maggie.
0: Yeah. He liked Beterhoff.
1: Ah, uh, Beterhoff.
0: Okay. What else? <gasps> what? What's that for? Okay.
1: Just tell a story. Okay. Uh, take a okay. to one. Take a
0: well, Give me a kiss. Mm-hmm. So... Joan Crawford divorces him and needs to bring money into the family because her daughters are used to a certain lifestyle. She doesn't want to say what she does, especially to her oldest, Vita. Mm-hmm. And she, it, yeah, she gets a job as a waitress at a restaurant. Yep. And the f- first day or two, she's struggling, but Joan Crawford picks things up fast. Yes. And within six weeks... Mildred is the most successful uh, waitress there.
1: Can I mention about the youngest daughter, Kay, for a minute?
0: We're going to get to Kay. Okay. One day, Joan comes home and sees Kay wearing her waitress uniform. Is that what you're going to... I assume you were going to talk no, about No, that
1: was an, an, uh, the waitress uniform?
0: Yes. And, no, I wasn't
1: going to talk okay, to okay. talk about that. Okay. But I wanted to mention really quick before we go on is that Vita was the... Sp- Boiled out of the
0: tube. Yeah, I, and I'm, I'm going to get to that, babes. Oh, do you want me to tell the story? Babes? Yes,
1: yes, 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 yes. Sir. Okay.
0: Go Kay goes upstairs with Butterfly McQueen, and it was really good seeing her in this movie.
1: Yeah, she didn't play Prissy, but she played um another lady.
0: And a side note, it this is the white liberal in me. It's a real shame that we only see Butterfly McQueen play maids or slaves in movies, but it's a product of the time. Oh my! Okay. No. Alana loves it, but I I wish that.
1: It's no, go I, I I I'm just ones. I don't love your rants. Is what I don't love. Oh my
0: goodness. So Butterfly takes your girl, the little girl upstairs, Kay, Kay upstairs, and Vita goes and we find out that Vita was snooping through Mildred's stuff and found the uniform. And she goes into this whole rant about yeah. how I, we need money and you know, you got to provide for me and I want a rich lifestyle.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Mildred decides to open up a restaurant, goes to Wally, who also wants to get with her. Yeah. They find, A way to get this property. And they talk to the guy who was killed at the beginning. of
1: Monty Berrigan.
0: Monty Berrigan. Who
1: who eventually uh, uh, becomes more um, enamored with
0: Mildred. Exactly. She gets the property. She's fixing it up. They go out on a date. She gets dropped off. And we find out that your buddy Kay has fallen ill. And she's over at Miss Bederhoff's place.
1: Bederhoff. That's what I said. Mrs. Bederhoff. Anyway, she... Yeah, she is uh she's fighting pneumonia.
0: And she eventually
1: dies. Yes. She went she goes by a bye and, and Mildred is very um upset uh, uh, distraught about this and even her um ex husband was there.
0: And Vita's thinking that it's gotta be a huge funeral and are they gonna have enough money to pay for a gold casket.
1: Oh my goodness, no she doesn't. No. <laughs> no, she dies and that's the end we hear about Kay.
0: Yes. But we do hear more about Vita.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny how she kind of leaves crying over Kay, but she never mentions her afterwards, and, they, and kind of goes on with her life.
0: People were kind of like that back then, though.
1: It's very really sad. Yeah. Yes.
0: Mildred opens her restaurant. It becomes a huge success. She starts a chain of them. Yeah. But all and and she's things are going good with her and Monty, but all their money seems to be going into Vita.
1: Yep. And she's been asking money and her staff has, was, was it her staff or her, um, somebody paid for her, like, car?
0: Uh- no, Joan Crawford bought her a car for her birthday, but yeah. that same day, her friend who helps her manage the restaurant comes right. in and says that, Hey, Vita and Monty have been going around to the employees asking for money. Oh, it
1: was Ida.
0: Yeah. 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 I, Ida says this. Yes. But. Nobody wants to tell you because they're afraid that they're going to be fired.
1: Yeah.
0: And Monty by this time has run out of his money that his parents gave him.
1: Yep.
0: They separate. Vita is dating some guy. Uh, Ted. I love this aspect of the movie. Yes. She got married to Ted. They get an annulment. And she says as part of the divorce settlement, I want $10,000 because I'm having your baby.
1: I, I, yeah, I'm having a baby, and then and we
0: fast forward, and she's she's talking with Joe Crawford, and she's like, "Hey, don't start knitting stuff right now." Yeah, and
1: she just starts laughing. She's like, "I don't think that's really funny."
0: Yeah, and she's like, um, "It's some people might interpret it as I'm pregnant, but we're gonna just wait and see how that goes out." Basically, she's, she's not
1: pregnant. It. She's she's not pregnant at all.
0: Crawford gets pissed off at your girl and kicks her out of the house. She. Joan Crawford leaves on the trip comes back and is invited to a bar where we find Vita dancing on stage
1: yep she's a she's a I guess she would 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 you call her a showgirl I yes. don't know.
0: a showgirl yeah Mildred wants her back in in her life but <laughs> Vita makes it clear that she needs a certain lifestyle provided for her so Mildred goes to buy Monty's house which
1: is really funny yeah. also
0: agrees to marry him does that uh, Vita comes back has a big party Mildred isn't there because she's talking with the partners and they basically say you have to reveal the books because if you don't have a certain amount of money we're basically taking this place over within 30 days Uh she's upset with Wally but Wally explains the only reason I'm pushing for this is because Monty is selling his shares of the company she's wondering well why is this
1: why is that yeah
0: Mildred discovers that your man Monty is with uh your other buddy, Vita.
1: She's not my buddy. I don't yeah, she he he um yes, he was he was with Vita and uh and according to Vita he said he's been telling her that. I love you more than your mother, and I'm going to marry you someday.
0: Joan Crawford goes to leave. Vita shoots him because Monty makes it clear, hey, this is a fun romance, but I don't actually want to leave my wife for you. Joan Crawford's car doesn't start, though. She hears the shots, goes back in, is about to call the police, dials the number, and then Vita's like, I'll be good, mother. I'll be really good. Don't call them. After this, Vita comes into the police room, we see there after or right before, and confesses everything, and is arrested. Joan Crawford is released, crying
1: yeah. when
0: her first ex husband Bert comes up to her. He left Mrs. Beter off, and they walk Peter off. Hoff. Okay, and her and him and Joan Crawford walk off together, and that's the end of the
1: movie. I thought it was an interesting ending.
0: I really like this movie.
1: It was a really, it was a really good movie. There was a lot of twists and turns, but we, f- we were able to follow it. This is what happens when you spoil your daughters, especially don't spoil your sons and your daughters are going to be rotten kids when they, they're going to become rotten adults when they grow up.
0: I would give this movie probably an eight and a half. I would agree. I thought it was really well acted. Yeah. The story came together very well. It just worked on me on a lot of different levels.
1: Yeah. And, 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 and you were, you were right about the whole, like, um, Monty, um. Seeing Vita on the side even, mm-hmm. even before this happened. So that probably means that he may have been grooming her at 17.
0: I was never a teenage girl.
1: Well, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> You're not a teenage girl.
0: But I never was.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hope not.
0: And. <laughs> But I used to date teenage girls when I was a teenager. <laughs> okay. Not, not like last week or anything. My goodness. What I could gather from teenage girls is they could be very manipulative,
1: yes, very they can. rude,
0: out for themselves. Yeah. Um, and will kill anybody they have to who gets in their way.
1: Especially when it comes to men. Yes. or Or to uh, their own, uh, uh, to boys, yes.
0: To their own agenda. Their own agenda, yeah. And I'm wondering, have you known any nice teenage girls, or have I just basically um, described all of them?
1: No, they're not all like that. They're not all vicious and cruel and all that. There are some that are are they um are vicious bullies and they just want to um go after any girl that's beneath them. But I've met some nice girls.
0: Yes. Now, do you regret being like that when you were a teenager?
1: I was not like that. Oh. I was not like that. Why would you think I would be that way? I
0: don't know, peeps.
1: No, I was never. I was never like really cruel to the underdogs or I never I never uh thumb my nose at the girls that no other girls liked. There was a girl that I knew in eighth grade who I will not mention and
0: you're I'll, mentioning here.
1: No, I won't mention her name. Okay, go ahead. I won't mention her name. But she was, she was, she was nice to me. She would say hi to me all the time, but she was bullied a lot. Mm. And I felt so bad for her. And I think it's because she wasn't as attractive as like, like she didn't look like me or any other girls that the boys wanted to go out with. Right. But she was, she seemed very nice. And she had like a, um, I think my Spanish teacher, um, had a birthday party for her in the, in her room, and I wondered how many kids showed up. I don't think I was able to go for whatever reason, but wow. I I wondered like how many kids supported her and went to her party because she was bullied a lot, and I felt really bad for her actually.
0: That sucks, babes.
1: Yeah. Yes. It 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 did. I I thought it was terrible how she was being treated.
0: Let's get back to Vita for a couple minutes. All right. What do you think happens to her? Does she go. Does he get the death penalty? Does she get a slap on the wrist because her mom's somewhat successful?
1: No, I think she has to face her consequences whether she gets the death penalty or not. I think she, spent, she either spends the, the rest of her life in prison or she dies.
0: Does Mildred give up on her?
1: I think eventually she has to. Mm. Because, yes, she. I think eventually she realizes, oh, I really made a mess of things because I raised her that way. And it's my fault. So she has to live with that. She has to live with the fact that she raised a horrible, uh, she raised a girl to be a, a very horrible spoiled brat. And she gave her everything that money could buy. And she thought that she was loving her. But what she was doing was she was, um, she was ruining her really
0: i have this fantasy babes Uh-oh. that is not based in reality okay but the fantasy is if i was born and my parents like became like super rich and were willing to give me anything they they that i wanted i would be a lot happier now and i, I do think that there's probably some truth in that.
1: i don't think so really yeah because yeah, you would have gotten a lot of things, but if you think about it in the long run, <clears throat> you would have been a lot more happier if the family your family was emotionally stable.
0: yeah, but my family wasn't emotionally stable, so all we're saying now is was I still have the st- same emotionally instability as I already had, but there would be money involved.
1: I don't think you would be happy really no
0: you think I but and you don't think I would be happier. No. Wow.
1: No, because, I mean, I've heard so many stories about women and men that were given pretty much everything. Yeah. And they weren't happier. They were just lonelier mm. and sadder. They didn't know how to invest well because they were not taught to invest well and they were emotionally unstable. And so they used people to get what they wanted because they thought that that's, they thought that they, um, The more stuff they had, the better status they would have and they would be uh, loved. But it it turns out it wasn't
0: true. You always hear those things where people say, you don't know how depressed rich people really are.
1: I think a lot of them are.
0: I've met some depressed rich people and I've also met some uh, rich folk who handle it well. But my thing is. If, if rich people are really so depressed as society likes to pretend they are, then why don't you see more rich people donating all their money to charity and joining the masses?
1: Because they want to keep it all to
0: themselves. Exactly.
1: No, 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 but both. My point being is that money doesn't make a good, money doesn't, in, uh, uh, excuse me, um, money does not equal happiness all the time.
0: No, but it helps.
1: I think it hurts more than it helps. Really oh, really? More. Yeah. And I see it in my, and, and I see it in my own life. I mm. see it in my family. And I'm not going to mention anyone, but I have noticed that, that because I see it in my own family, I know that even if you have the nicest things, you're never satisfied. Never satisfied. You just want more and more and more. And it's, it's like greed, greed, greed. Selfishness, 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 and that's all you really want. You're never satisfied.
0: That's actually a very like liberal view of yours. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. No, it isn't. Yeah, it is. Mm. Ah!
1: Stop! 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 <laughs> oh. No, it's not, Bubs. It isn't. Yes, it is. Explain to me how that is. Well, mm. you're.
0: <laughs> well, then give me a kiss. Give and by kiss. the way,
1: I've heard a lot of people on the right talk about that too. Well,
0: give me a kiss. Or there's no tickle
1: truce.
0: Ah. Give me a kiss or there's no tickle,
1: truce. <laughs> tickle truce. Give me
0: a kiss or there's no tickle truce. Okay. Give me a kiss. <laughs> a lot of my friends who are super lib kind of say the same thing. Like, oh, you know, okay, I'll give you a real life example. Okay. So. I don't listen to Joe Roque and his mess anymore, but that's because the quality of his show has gone downhill. Yeah. In my opinion. Okay. I remember he signed a big deal for Spotify. Yeah. And I don't know the specifics, but the rumor was that he was going to get paid $100 million. Yep. And I talked to a friend on the phone after that. He said, Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. If you had that much money, it would be, he's like, that would ruin somebody's life. And I'm thinking to myself, bro, if I had a hundred million dollars tomorrow out of nowhere, that would not ruin my
1: life. Yeah. But you're talking about it very naively. Mm. I have to, I have to, I have to say, I mean, you're not thinking about how detrimental that could be for you. And I've heard it on both sides, not just. Left to say it. I've okay. heard a lot of conservatives say that you're only looking for the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And the same thing could be said about pornography. Because if somebody is addicted to pornography, mm. they want more and more and more and more and it never satisfies. So it's not just money. It's not just stuff. It's also sex. It's also drugs. It's also alcohol. So you can't say. That if you had that much money, you would be happier because it may actually be worse off for you.
0: I don't play the lottery. I don't either. I mean, I, I, I bought I, I, a couple in my lifetime. I don't
1: either. I, I just think the whole thing is ridiculous now. All right.
0: But my point is, mm-hmm. I played the lottery maybe three times in my lifetime. Right. So, but let's say tomorrow there's a big Powerball and it's like hugest ever in history and it's $5 billion. Uh-huh. I play the lottery and by some miracle, I'm the only one who gets the winning numbers. And I'm now worth billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be sad for me on some level?
1: I would be worried. I don't really? know if I would be sad for you, okay. but I would be sad if it went downhill. But I would be really worried because, you know, you you say that it's going to be great now, but. Some people – I mean, even uh, Justin Bieber has come out and said that – and he's talking about fame. He says, you think it's so, so great, but it really it really isn't that great.
0: Yeah, and yet yeah, one could ask the question, why doesn't he move to a country where nobody knows who he is?
1: I don't – I mean, I don't know why he hasn't moved back to Canada. That's where his uh, mom's from. Okay. Where his parents are from. I don't know. But um, I, I mean – I don't know. I mean, I I think we look at these things very we look at these things very naively and, and mm-hmm. in a simple way, and we don't realize that that people some people are actually better off making the most of what they have instead of wanting more of what they don't have.
0: Let's play the lottery game for one more minute. Okay. There's a five billion dollar thing. I win it, and I call you and I say, J Lo, you're never gonna guess what happened to me. When you get off the phone with me, or maybe when you're still on the phone, what do you do? Do you say I'm worried about you or do you keep it to yourself? Do you
1: No, I would say you have to be careful. Mm. I would really give you a warning and say, You think you're fine now, but you've got to be careful because people may actually use you for your money. Wow. I've read horror stories. Like I remember I forgot what the guy's name was, but he won the lottery and a series of events happened, and I think that, that him and his wife lost their granddaughter because of it. Wow! And another guy won the lottery, and he killed himself because he had so much money that I think people were using him for it. But there were some stories. There were a few stories where fam- uh, somebody won the lottery, and they their family his family was able to use. I think it was a guy who won it. His family was able to use it for good. But they were able to invest well. Yeah. So it didn't ruin them. But I've heard way too many stories where it's ruined a bunch of people.
0: I do. I also think that that's people who haven't really analyzed themselves. I don't know. Do I think that I'm going to become a billionaire? Probably not. But I also think that if if, if a miracle happened and I did become a billionaire, I'd be able to handle it very well. And my quality of life would go up dramatically. Not that it's not good now, but.
1: Well, I've, I've resigned myself to the fact that I may never make six fi- figures, uh, a year and that's okay with me. Yeah. I just want to make enough that it provides for me and eventually for me and a husband because I do want to get married. Yeah. But I am okay with not being the richest woman on the block.
0: No, I'm, and I would like you to provide for me one day. A <laughs> provider. But I'm just saying. I
1: think the man's supposed to do that.
0: Well, you just said I would provide for me and my husband.
1: Well, well, I'd like to. Well, I mean, I'd like to contribute to And,
0: and I'd like for you to provide for me, too.
1: Oh.
0: But my point is. Well, I'd like
1: you to do that, too.
0: Uh-oh. If I did win the lottery, I'm not going to, like, start crying about how horrible it is that I got all this free money. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I'd still cry over things, but a, oh. a lot less. I, I'd be crying in a, in a nice penthouse somewhere.
1: Oh, my goodness. But the
0: thing that does suck, babes, is uh, Oregon is a, I think they call them a disclosure state. Mm. So if you do win the lottery, they'll publish your name in the newspaper. And really? Yeah, so I, wow. I don't like that part of it.
1: I don't like that idea. No. Of being published in the newspaper. No. This couple won the lottery. Well,
0: it would be me who won the lottery.
1: Okay, you won the lottery. Yes, yes, yes.
0: Yes, and I'd make sure not to give you any money there, J. Eh? Well, because I wouldn't want to corrupt your happiness.
1: What? Yeah. I can't believe yeah, you. I, would I, be I, that stingy.
0: Well, no, just because I wouldn't want to ruin your happiness.
1: No, I mean, I... I'd, how would that ruin my happiness?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said that, you know, you got to watch out for money.
1: No, I mean, if you have enough, if you have a lot of money all to yourself, I mean. Oh, okay. Not like if you didn't give away your stuff. Oh, uh-uh. I don't know. I worry about that.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, We'll see what happens there. But getting back to Mildred Pierce, the movie.
1: Yeah, it was really good.
0: It was really good. Would you recommend it to anybody in your family? Yes, I would. What's your elevator pitch?
1: Uh, This is what happens if you spoil your kids. Don't do it. Nice. Your kids are going to turn out to be rotten when they grow up. And they're not going to care about anybody except for themselves. (laughs) And they might end up landing themselves in jail. For killing uh, their, uh, their 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 soon to be stepfather. Yes, I
0: mean, he was a stepfather.
1: He was a stepfather, but they were they 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 dated though. They dated each other. They didn't get married.
0: Wait. No, M- uh, Mildred anyway. got married to. Uh, oh
1: wait, 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 her wait! Boy. They did it. They did it. I'm Sorry. Yeah.
0: No, actually,
1: no. they didn't show it no, on they, camera. No, no, no! They got married after. Um, she bought the house.
0: Yeah, so they were married when your girl killed them.
1: I know, I know, they were. They so were.
0: So she was technically the. They
1: will. They will. Yep. Okay. Yes. 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 Step, uh, step uh, daughter for like a a few hours or whatever. I don't
0: know how long it. Was. How long it was. Yeah, but when he spanked her, she could <laughs> legitimately call him daddy. Oh, which...
1: okay, okay. D- please, please, that's disgusting.
0: It is disgusting. Mm!
1: It is. All right. Disgusting when you Shh, say it, but. Sh- sh- sh-
0: well, I'm glad you enjoyed the movie
1: there. Don't shush me. I never would. You did?
0: I never would. Shh. <sighs> Lo. Yep. Did you have any dreams last night?
1: I did not, but I was I was gone. I was gone.
0: I had a dream mm-hmm. that I was hanging around the step parents of this girl that I was dating. And they were being kind of rude to me. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up.
1: Oh. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think I had another dream, but I don't remember.
1: The you other said one. that it was, um, what was it? You told me, you told me what it was. Was it just about, was it just that one about that? I
0: thought there was something more, but apparently not.
1: Hmm. You told me about that. Oh, wait, you were, oh, wait. You were, um, you were looking for a book about some movie and Roger Ebert was, was arguing with
0: the book. Oh no no, no. I, I remember what it was. I was in the dream, it was the same dream, I was listening to an audiobook version of Full Metal Jacket. Mm-hmm. And which of course it's not based on a book, but you know, that this is a dream. And in the audiobook, Roger Ebert is uh arguing with the author.
1: <laughs> that was kinda of funny. Yes. What was he arguing with him about?
0: Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Wow. But that was my dream, the J-WO. Yes. Okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No. You think we should get the food situation figured out? Yes. I first give me a kiss.
1: Oh, you be good boy.
0: <laughs> I, I'm the never not good boy, babes. Yeah. I told you that when I used to do sh- uh, performance art, they used to promote me in the paper as the never not good boy.
1: No, you yep. didn't. Yes, they did. No. Well, I love you anyways, even though you're not, the nev- you're not the Never Not Good Boy. I
0: am the Never Not Good Boy. Uh,
1: only in, only, uh, that's our thing, but
0: Oh, my goodness. What
1: else? Only in our relationship you claim to be the Never Not
0: Good Boy. <laughs> I am the Never Not Good Boy.
1: Who, it, else, who else besides me knows that?
0: Everybody. I told you it was in the paper several times. <sighs> no, it wasn't. They say Never Not Good Boy Rick Hammond. Uh, has done another good deed, which normally isn't news because he's a never not good boy. But we just want to acknowledge him on this day. They said that many, about me many times in the newspaper.
1: Oh my goodness! Okay,
0: whatever. Oh what All right, babes. Unless there's anything else you want to say to the never not good boy.
1: Uh, I don't think so. But watch those two movies are really good.
0: Yeah, especially if Mildred Pierce. Yes. Yes. All right. Bye bye for now.
1: Bye bye. Let's go get some food. Bye bye.